What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko, and I'm my co-host, Christian Vaughn. What's up, everybody? Yes, that's right. We did not quit the podcast. No. I know a lot, took of, a, hiatus. a lot of you out there probably were wondering if we died or... They, I don't even know. While we were taking a hiatus, they probably hate ate us. For it, right? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we went Kerouac on everybody's ass for about a month. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm um, not sorry about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel I carry this this weight of guilt on me every time a week passes that we don't put out a new episode. So yeah, I feel no guilt. Uh, I will tell you this: the last month has seen me at the orchard no less than five times. The orchard, dude. Fall time is like crack for white chicks when but it comes to orchards. I didn't go to the orchard once. Oh, dude. It's, it's the orchard. <laughs> Prime hunting You ground. just go there by yourself to pick up chicks. I just go to the petting Single zoo. moms. No, I go to the petting zoo portion and I give the kids mm. extra quarters to feed the goats. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stand there with my hands in my pocket. Do you go to Appleworks? Is that the one you go to? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Appleworks is actually pretty fun. It's sick, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met like a 30-some-year-old guy that's just like really into orchard stuff? I can't that would be That's that. a serial killer right there. Yeah. In suburbia. Well, I the only reason I go to that place is because they have the, is it like apple ice cream or some apple dude, dessert? They got Ooh, some bud. sick sideies. <laughs> they got some sideies. See, some I don't candies. care for the sideies, but that, whatever, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a apple dessert thing on ice cream. Uh, fritter? I don't know. Crisp? Some, they got a... Yes, the apple crisp. The apple crisp. Dude, that yeah. stuff. Ooh, but yeah, talk about crack. I know, it's right, buddy. Yeah, it's that's very, good stuff. good. Well... And, yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't even really been fishing that much, honestly. It's Dude, just been honestly, I feel like I'm letting our audience down, not just from the podcast. Letting myself down. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a failure in life. I've just been so busy. Had uh, Well, the last time I was fishing was when we went on that uh, yeah. full day. That's thing been like almost a month Derek. ago. It's been almost exactly a month ago because it was like yeah. the first week of October. I went once since then with my with my bro ham. Yeah, and I didn't even see a smallmouth picture. I saw a carp picture out of well, that. We caught smallmouth, but there weren't any picture worthy smallmouth. Yeah. But and the the smallmouth or the carp, someone like immediately is like, "You didn't catch that on a fly rod." And he was also right about that. <laughs> you didn't. How'd you <laughs> no. catch it? Tail hooked on a Ned rig. Ooh, Still okay. counts. Yeah. Still counts. Uh, Jeremiah caught it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been that much. The one time we went, it was uh, probably the worst day of the year. Forty, About 42 degrees, just a steady-ass rain the whole time. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That was the day it was raining. I couldn't believe you went out. Oh, like, dude, ooh. it was so miserable. <laughs> like, it was so miserable that at one point, and my waders had a hole in them. I, I just threw away my waders, so... <laughs> Did you throw away I your... I threw them away, dude. I've tried to patch them so many times. I can't figure it out. Like, every time I patch a hole, it's like it's like poking, you know, like those cartoons where you see somebody put a finger over a hole on the outside of a bucket, <laughs> and, just and then another going. hole springs. Yeah. That's what... L.L. Bean waiters, you suck, L.L. Bean. Well, you're the one that told me to buy my L.L. Beans, so... God, they're mine terrible. Have, mine have lasted. I haven't got any holes in mine. Yeah, well... It's what you, you got get for running through those briar patches with yours on. No, dude. It's what happens when you got a Prince Albert. You're constantly just <laughs> oh <my laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> poking holes in your waders. Oh. No, uh, I mean, Ella Bean, my Ella Bean waders are in my trash can. I'm going to the store as soon as I settle another case to buy some Sims. Yeah, I figured. I was going to say, you're going to get the Sims like G3s or whatever. I'm going to get there. the camo ones. And I'm going to get the I'm gonna get the ones that they use for duck hunting. I so I'm going to go. Because here's the thing. Like, I've learned a lot since I bought those L.L. Bean waders. It's been, like, seven years, I think. No, probably six years since I bought the waders. 
I only use waders when it's like freezing cold. Right. So, so why not buy some duck hunting waders? Insulated ones. Yeah. I I do like having the thinner waders personally. I mean, I do too, but I mean, I only wear them when it's cold. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I, I guess I would wear them in a trout stream. Well, I've you know. worn them in at times when the air temperature is hot and the water's cold. I've definitely done that before. Because you all have spring days where the water's like 50-some degrees and the air temperature is like 75. And you'll oh, roast true. in those neoprene yeah. ones. But I typically start wet wading about the time I can wear a t-shirt. Out, you, so. you wet wade in some very cold yeah. temperatures. I'm a hard-ass dude. I'm I've a polar you, bear, baby. I've seen you wet wading at times when you should not have been wet wading. I like the, my scent to be in the water with the fish. Do you? Yeah. They, they Make- sense my pheromones, my alpha maleness, and they eat my fl- <laughs> they eat my fly just out of pure fear. That's good. That's good science right I, there. Okay, so we're in my basement, Studio B. Studio B. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a lot about a month since we recorded an episode. What was that trip? Yeah, it was that trip. Uh, and I don't really come down to my basement very much because we don't really have it finished yet. We just we just moved in a few months ago. I'm sitting on the spider couch. There's a spider couch down here, which we've recently bombed for spiders. And I'm just I looked out over with the brown recluses. Yeah, and my wife, we put like several spider bombs down here, one of which is on like a tote. Okay, that's perfectly acceptable. And then I look over and I've got like a Life Magazine World War II and Pictures book. And my wife just <laughs> used that as a platform for a spider bomb. Yeah, but As if the men in World War II hadn't been bombed enough, she is put it, a spider when's bomb. When's Veterans on. Day? November 11th. It's coming up, bud. Thank you for your service. Thank you for saying that. That's why I, w- I wait all year for that. Do you pull out your your military uniform every Honestly, Veterans Day? I've been stretching in preparation for the free meal at Golden Corral. <laughs> and I, I don't even give people the... I wear my uh, Operation Enduring Freedom ball cap, so people know yeah. right, off, right off the bat. I don't even wait for them to say, thank you for your service. I just say, thank me for my service. <laughs> And if they don't, or if they look confused, I just accuse them of being a, a commie yeah. and walk off. Say, you probably practice stolen valor. Yeah. Me? No, like the people that aren't oh, yeah. for your service. They have no respect They're stealers for servicemen yeah, and I women. Mean, valor is at a real, like... Freedom's not scarce. free, Chris. No, it's not. It's not. It's not free. Valor is scarce, and I'm not going to have some joker civvy stealing my valor. Yeah, I know. A lot of valor. Yeah, so we got a lot of uh, voicemails, a lot yeah, we'll, of reviews. We'll get to those. We'll get to those. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about. So we haven't been on the water, right? We haven't really been on the water. Although I am going to go on the water. I was thinking about. I can't go this weekend, but I'm going to go next week. I think. Um, I've been seeing some people catch a lot of fish. Yeah, I've been seeing people doing really well. It's, it, it's actually uh, this is a time of year. It's very underrated. The fish have wintered up, but they're not, like, lethargic yet. They're still yeah. in that, like, I got to feed. And I saw uh, old uh, old boy Nathan Pickering. He had himself a day the other day. Did you see that? Hey, yeah, I saw it. He Dude. probably stringered those fish up. <laughs> I mean, probably, he, they're probably all dead, but he still gonna caught be, them. <laughs> they, they were served as Halloween nuggets. <laughs> Fried, <laughs> fried small mouth Halloween yeah. nuggets. That's confirmed. Uh, no, I saw. Yeah, he's doing well. I, like I'm I said, gonna I, find I would out. Expect that if you went out right now, that they're all wintered up and uh, probably bottom a bottom bite. I would imagine right now. It's Definitely supposed to be down in the bite. teens on Monday. So if you're thinking you're gonna go out early next week, you're crazy. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I would go out before the cold front moves in for sure. Well, yeah, but. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because the cold front's supposed to come in on Monday and Tuesday. So, if you go out on Sunday, that'd probably be a good move. Did you just text me? Oh, no, that's Katie. Oh, no. Katie's asking if our podcast was really live. She was going to listen. Wow. Yeah. That's a good wife right there, dude. She likes to smallly talk. My she, wife doesn't even know we have a podcast and we're in the basement of my house. <laughs> She's like, she, why is Josh here? She didn't even ask. She's just like, I, I, I just Actually, assumed you were doing something stupid. I don't even think she knows who I am. She's like, who's that guy that's walking in? <laughs> who's that guy with that, with that fresh new Yoda? 
That's right, bud. So since the last podcast, Josh has per- purchased for himself a new little boat hauler. Yeah. Tear the, tell the boys and little boys and little girls that are listening to the podcast what you what you got, buddy. Got a little fur runner. Got a little fur runner. I had to had to I think we talked about this last time. We're kinda Yoda brothers, remember? Oh yeah. We Yoda did. for life. Remember yeah. we like Japanese manufacturing? Very honorable <laughs> of us. This, po- this podcast is very fro- pro Japanese. I think we lost all of our listeners when I cracked a joke about being anti-American. Oh, you're anti-American? Do you want to do joke. it again? It was a joke. <laughs> Don't take it so hard. It's not no. a dick. Okay, a I remember this now. Yeah, I remember all yeah, this. Yeah, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. You enjoying that little, little taco you got there? Yeah, and uh, yeah. I know that you, you got some new rims. Uh, uh, yeah. Which you posted on Instagram, but, you know, for I those did. of you who don't follow Josh, he got uh, bronze-colored rims for his Appropriate. Pro-pro. Appropriate. Very uh, pro-pro. Yes, I had to do the bronze rims. Got some new off-road tires. I, I'm liking it, though. It's, it's going to carry us to many adventures over the next few years. Yeah, I, I'm so, liking it. Next year, I could see us you know, going on our big trip and that gonna bad be, boy. It's going to be good. We're going to have you pulling the drift boat and the taco. All right. I'm going to be pulling the, t- the kayaks and my, my forerunner, and we're just going to have a good old Japanese time. Yeah, dude. I like it. I like I th- it a lot. Are we thinking we're up gonna hit Miss- every noodle joint from here to the Mississippi? <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> it's Pokey are, bowls galore. Are we? Uh, are we thinking? Are thinking we're gonna make Upper Mississippi happen this spring? That's the plan, baby. Dude, I tell you what, this is about the time of year. I I actually enjoy fishing this time of year because I feel like you're in order to catch fish right now, you have to know what you're doing. So you kind of feel like a little bit of a badass when you're posting pictures of smallmouth right now. Right. But this is also the time of year where you go and start to go in that semi like cold depression, and you start thinking Dude. about that spring Memorial Day trip. It's almost here. And I'm the honestly, yeah, I know. I'm the kind of guy. It's just me. I like the anticipation of things almost actually as much as experience. Very me. Asian of you. Very very tantric. <laughs> very honorable. <laughs> very very tantric of you. Well, no, I, 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 I get do. it. Dude. I like foreplay. I do not at all. I I, I this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I hate like I I walked outside, I was walking over to the federal courthouse today and I just I just got this like sinking like gosh, it's winter. Another freaking year, dude. Yeah. Another year well, is gone i don't want to do we're gonna before we shuffle off this earthly plane yeah that's that's true i don't think of it like that <laughs> i'm just joking dude ram their truck right into got, a pillar i got at least 50 more years of fishing in me 50 dude I'm the way be... you look right now <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> dude that... you got two more years <laughs> tops <laughs> I, you're on death's door i'm sh- dude i'm gonna be fishing at 80 i don't even care yeah for sure. You think and you're going to make time, it to 80? We'll have bionic organs. Good po- oh, good call. All we got to do is survive until AI reaches the tipping point. Yep. And I then, think we can do it. And then it's... I think it might do it. Dick transplants and longer <laughs> lives for all of us. I don't care about dick transplants. I really? Just, I just want to be able to fish, dude. Yeah, well... That's yeah. all I care about. That's well, I 80... If you make it to 80, I mean... I'll make it to 80. That's pretty good. I have good genetics. You My, do? My family have no history of heart disease. With no the size of that di- head, I would think your I would think your neck would just give out at like fifty five. Don't your be head, making fun. Your head Don't be just, making fun of my big head. Your dude. head just snaps your neck. Katie was, Katie was making fun of my big head. We had family pictures. She was saying how my beard make my head look humongous. <laughs> it does make it look very long. I was like, you've shut got a up. Derek McKee style head. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> There's a real Indiana reference. Well, you if, know you, if you get that joke, me and you could be friends. This How about is, that? This is payback for all the times we make fun of you for being pale. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the most pale. hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the small dick. It's the it's the paleness. Yeah, well, small dick you can hide behind pants. You can't hide behind a big head. Done it for years. <laughs> <laughs> you can you actually, actually hide, hide it very behind, well. I was gonna say you can hide it behind a lot of stuff. <laughs> Like two fingers oh on your pig. Gosh. 
<laughs> is that what you do when you're at, you're at the gym, I'm you're taking a shower, you just stick a couple fingers in front of it to hide dude, it? When, dude, when we were in the army, we had to do like shower drills. So you're standing like nut to butt, completely naked. Good times. Well, nut to butt. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Like 10 seconds in the water. But anyways, dude, I mean, so you're planning on going out next week early or what? Well, I'm going to... I, I don't want to go out when it's like 10 degrees I just crushed out. your nuts with telling you the f- cold front's coming on Monday, didn't I? A little bit. I could see that deflated. Between that you. and making fun of my big head, dude, I'm like, not. I'm in a bad mood. I deflated your big head. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking so like a raisin that's a now. Thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to thunderstrike you. <laughs> no, I. yeah, I want to go out. I Obviously, you know, we've talked. We've had winter episodes before. Um you want to go out when there's a warm, warm streak, you know, three or four days, which has been warm enough. That's probably why the fishing has been good. But yeah, it's getting ready to. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like 62 degrees at the beginning of the week here. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Ashley was in Florida all weekend last weekend. That's why I didn't really get to do yeah. anything. So. Yeah. And we had uh, our Sunday. It's supposed to be 52 doggy. That'd be the day to do it. I might do it. What are you doing this weekend? Nothing. Hey, look, by the way, you shook your head. You've got some very serious plans. No, I, I don't have any plans. Let's do Sunday. I'll yeah, go. I might do it. Is that like a you trying to be non-committal with me to like? No, I just haven't time to think about what I have going on. I I don't think I have anything. Let's do it Sunday. So, I'm game. I should be in for sure. Yeah, I'm game. It'd be nice to go like in the middle of the day too. So we yeah, just for a couple. Of, just hog trough. Yeah. You already know what it is. I know, baby. Got to do that hog trough. Um, no, yeah, I want to go fishing for sure. Um, no, I was going to say, I do. So, our, uh, like on, on Apple Podcasts, when you upload an episode, you pick, you know, what season of the podcast it is. So, I think we're going to do just like a calendar year as our season. But it'd be nice the last episode of the year or season one of Smalley Talk. We can kind of do a recap of the year, so okay, it'd be kind of fun to go through from spring, go through like all of our trips. You know, not every single one, but all the you know memorable ones. Go from spring all the way to fall. Talk about some memorable fish, you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So, well, it's gonna be. It wasn't a great year of fishing. I was me. for me. Not for me, dude. This is my I worst, had, the worst year of fishing I've had in a long time. At three twenties, I didn't have any hundred fish day, no twenties. Hundred fish day? You mean like collectively or like yourself? Uh, well, we collectively de- definitely had a few, but yeah, I was gonna say we had one on the James of all places. We had a <laughs> yeah, we fish did. Day, so yeah, a bunch uh, of jimmies, it, lots of jimmies, jimbos. I think the year in review will be. Our biggest fishing contribution to date, which is coining the phrase Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. <That's, laughs> it's just going to be like think, a single clip of about that, a though, single uh, clip of John B. going, how long Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's our contribution. <laughs> Did, uh, how long ago does that seem though, dude? Being in Virginia, that seems like a long time it ago. It seems like a long time. I've had a long year though. Yeah. That's good though. Yeah. I, last night at small group for church, a guy, said I looked like I was 55 years old. And I said to him, I'm not. <laughs> I'm quite young. I'm 32. My brother and actually. And I went home and shaved my beard immediately after that. After, so we also, I didn't, we didn't talk about this, but we had a huge annual Shrinko Halloween bash last weekend. And a bunch of people got kind of crazy. Got a little loopy up there. Yeah, there's probably, I don't know, 60 people at my house at one point in time. Like, I did not like the scenes that I was seeing. <laughs> there's craziness. <laughs> it got wild. Yeah. Let's put it that way. But afterwards. And my we wife had, was the, wasn't there, so I was just basically like trying to like <laughs> keep was, track of I came kids. down. I walked down in the basement, and Chris is playing checkers in the middle of the party <laughs> with his buddy. Yeah, and then me and Aaron also did a... Like, we were playing a game of ping pong, and we were seeing how long we could keep the volley going, and we were the only people in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we are such losers, dude. I mean, hey. You are hit- such a polite. I hit a ball, like, slightly where he couldn't hit it, and I said, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
it's the the party was there to do whatever you wanted to. Had I was dude. I this night was a blur for me. But anyways, what I was saying. <laughs> um, I bet when, it was. <laughs> we had like twenty, probably twenty people spend the night because uh, they didn't want to, you know, drive home inebriated. Orgy, Incru- including my brother and had an orgy. Huh? <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Huh? Uh, oh yeah, I did. Caught it. Um, <laughs> no, no, I may not remember. <laughs> they were all your family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we woke up in the morning. We were. I went and got breakfast for everybody, and we were all sitting around talking. And it, your name came up, and Danny. I don't know. I'm taking a long time to get my point, but Danny's like, "Yeah, Chris is gonna die young." <laughs> And I was Why? like, I was like, what? What? <laughs> he was basically saying because you burn it on both ends, you know, you know, you just. He's like, oh yeah, he just gets like three hours of sleep, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. So, uh, well, I don't sleep a whole bunch, but neither Winston. That's Churchill. why you were saying when somebody said you look like you're 55. Maybe yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I think he was joking, but. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> As Chris is like feels a palpitation. He's like, uh, uh, <laughs> Art, I don't think you look like you're 55. Thanks, man. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, Winston Churchill didn't sleep a lot. Uh, Benjamin Franklin didn't sleep a lot. Don't listen to that Joe Rogan sleep podcast. Oh, that guy, Joe Rogan's full of it. <laughs> <laughs> the sleep scientist on his podcast was not full of it. but No, he he's full of it. Shit. Anyway, is twenty four percent increase in heart attacks on on so spring forward? It's kind of crazy. Twenty four percent. I mean, what, that's what if that said. were true? They probably wouldn't have daylight savings anymore. As if the government really cares about. I mean, it's not. The, I mean, I don't know. Is it the government that dictates daylight savings time? I guess it is. I guess our state legislature. Yeah, it's the state voted state, on that because we didn't used to have it. Right, and we then were we adopted it, which I nobody likes. I feel like I don't I'm really okay care with care one way or the other. I was gonna say I'm pro daylight savings time. Yeah, you get an extra hour in the springtime, so yeah, um, yeah. So pro, this podcast is pro Asian, <laughs> pro, pro global warming, time. pro daylight savings time. Those are our three stances. Yeah. If you don't like it, you know, turn us off. So, as Chris alluded to, we have some unplayed hotline messages, and this one is from August 18th. So, Holy cow. Yeah, we've been letting our audience down. Uh, we, we've recorded some episodes, but they've been um, like on-the-water episodes. We had the live Bronze Fest one. We just haven't had a chance to play One with these. my brother. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. So come on, Papa Squat, next to me, so you can hear these. All right. Put your arm around me. Put your arm in between my legs. I like it. And we're gonna play these. Very spidery over here. And then we'll see see what we think. So this is uh, from August eighteenth at ten thirty a.m. That's some dedication. That's in the morning. No, you don't do that. I splice the audio. In. Okay. Go ahead. First of all, I'd like to apologize for getting my rebuttal here uh, a little late. But I've been a little busy now. But y'all don't know me. I know both y'all. I know your families. I know your moms, dads, siblings. I have no Christian's wife. I have oh. no DB. Of course, that was back in the day when he was drinking Pepsi Twist and not Mountain Dew. But, you know. <laughs> um, and you want to tell me that I'm uneducated? Why, I got the same school and y'all got. I got a decree in the other room to prove it. Now, uh who is this guy? I don't know. Uh, he knows my you wife. You guys are going to tell me now that you can drive 12 plus hours to fish the mud butt of Virginia rivers, but you can't drive three hours to go ice fishing? Just oh, saying. Nice. That, that doesn't seem right at all. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. All right. Now, the walleye, I have to give you that, the smallmouth definitely pull harder when when they catch them that they fight hard you got to give them that they're good but um but the walleye i mean they're they're bigger they got teeth which is more than we can say for most people in our hometown <laughs> uh, they have superior night vision like superior um they're predators of course they swim faster um they're beautiful i mean the blue walleye has got to be the most beautiful fish god ever created um, it's got the white dot in the tail. That's part of the beauty. 
gorgeous. Um, while I taste better, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, what do small mouths have? I mean, smaller mouths for your dicks? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Just kidding. I do like small mouths, too. Hey, guys. Okay. That's obviously... It's the walleye guy. He said something. He left us a message one time about walleye being better. Do you know who that is, though? No, I don't know. I don't know. I can't recognize his voice. Mm. He knows your wife. That's kind of scary. In the biblical sense. (laughs) No, I mean, uh, you know, I definitely, if I had to pick between which which fish I'd eat, it'd for sure be a walleye. Yeah. It's because they're weak. They have that soft muscle tissue. Josh Soft handles walleye fish. like a little girl when he, when he catches one. <laughs> I don't I just, like walleye. I just don't like to catch them and handle them. Their teeth are scary. Yeah, they're slimy. They're very slimy. Their eyes freak me out. They're very strong. <laughs> <laughs> I did catch... I, I caught a sauger this summer on the White River. And he like basically did the thing where you put the pliers on the, on the hook and sort of just shook the fish until it came off. I mean, hey. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Well, thanks right. for the message. I don't know who that was or yeah, how they know you. your wife, but yeah, it is what it is. I'm okay with it. Okay. Uh, let's see this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this message is for uh, Josh Franco. <laughs> yeah. He told me to keep it short to the <laughs> point. Last time. Appreciate that. Okay. So, the week before the White River Tournament, um, you know, I was, I was doing well on the shallow topwater <laughs> bite. Yeah, I got on them. Then, then, uh, the tournament happened, right? Oh my gosh. The weather changed. <laughs> the bite was off. Well, at least where I was. I know they were catching them. I know they were. Anyway, my question is this. I try to keep it, keep, keep it going. So when the weather changes, you get a cold front, especially on a river system. You know. How how did you go about adapting to those conditions? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Gee, buddy, Christmas. Okay. Um, okay. Well. Wow. A first thing you want to do, okay, <laughs> whenever you're fishing a river system and the weather changes, is. Uh, stop using heroin so much. <laughs> He's definitely on a downer. Dude, right he was, his eyes were just fluttering in front of us. <laughs> you know, it was brutal. He fishes yeah. anything like he talks, dude. No wonder he wasn't catching anything. Dude, he'd be a great finesse fisherman. <laughs> yeah. Super slow. Take Super him out there slow. in the wintertime. He'd tear he'd, him up. Yeah, he's going to destroy, dude. Uh, yeah, so... he. This Thank is, you for... The message. This was uh, not long after the tournament. No. So he's just he he wants to get a little inside edge on the guy who got first loser. I mean, he I got think, second. Yep. I think he wanted to. I think he wanted to know the secret sauce, buddy. I'm not giving it to you. That's not how this works. Uh, you don't call but, him, leave a message. But you can't answer his question. I'll answer his question. The tournament has long since passed. I'll, I'll answer his question. So <clears throat> here's the thing. I caught all my fish on top water, so I, I don't know what the hell you were throwing, but every single one of mine are on top water. I will say this. I was throwing a smaller top water uh, early in the day, and I wasn't getting much on it, and I threw started throwing a big old son of a bitch, and that was the ticket. So I upsized um, some, and that seemed to – and I don't, I don't remember the – that's Josh's w- idea of pattern development. Yeah. Just change, vary the size of your topwater lure. Well, here's the thing. I do remember the cold front, but it wasn't much of a low pressure system. It was, it did get a little cold, but I don't, for me, a river system, I don't think the, 
like barometric pressure change affects them that much. Personally, I just don't really. I think water clarity affects them way more than than uh, and water like levels affect them way more than barometric pressure changes. Um, and the water did dirty up a little bit, but that's actually why I went bigger. I went with the bigger top water, louder top water, and that was that was a fun day. Let's put it that way. It was a very fun day. I was covering a lot of water with a big old huge whopper plopper. So I would say you need to like in a system when you get in, you kind of have a pattern going for a few weeks, and then all of a sudden you're on the water, and it doesn't seem to be going the same way it's been going. Um, you know come back to that pattern later on, you know, switch it up, try and find them. And then, you know, give it a couple hours, wait till the sun gets up or something changes. You know, if it's really clear, wait until it clouds up or something and then go back to the thing that's been working. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when, like in that particular tournament, I remember you having a lot of success with top water and then it kind of died. And then you, you know, at the tournament, it was it wasn't strong, and then the afternoon it got a lot stronger, right? The top water bite. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I was on that top water bite all day. Like it even was from the morning, even from like the uh, first it was, morning. It, maybe not first thing. Like it was probably about ten o'clock in the morning. On I was like on the same pattern. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it it is what it is. Like you know, you never you can't ever predict what the fish are gonna do. But I just looked at it like. They the water was clouding up. They had been eating top water pretty well, leading up to that in a fluke. And the fluke bite kind of tailed off, started throwing a bigger, louder top water, and it, they just were on it. And I stuck with it all day. But all right. anyways, um, all right, let's listen to this next one. Seems like an actual legit, non-sarcastic one. So, hello, my name is Jonathan. I'm a young smallmouth angler this is really my first year i've kind of dove balls deep into it um i was using crawdad imitations early on and then i one day i started throwing top water because i wasn't getting any bites with crawdad imitations and i started just getting nailed and i started noticing that uh, a lot of the smallmouth were spitting up shad when does the Crawfish bite kind of stop, and then the the bait fish imitation start working. And uh, the last time I went out, I just caught mainly largemouth in, in all my smallmouth holes. Do the uh, are the smallmouth migrating with the shad? Uh, any information would be helpful. Thank you. Bye. I like this guy. Yeah, he's an actual actual. He actually had an intelligent question for us. Yeah. Like most of our listeners, they want to leave two-minute voicemails and talk <laughs> as slow as possible until we get pissed off. Um, I So I'll respond to that real quick. I'll let you do your thing. This is actually something I figured out when I started smallmouth fishing. And for whatever reason, smallmouth and crawfish are closely associated and... That's kind of when you go talk to someone who kind of casually smallmouth fishes, that's like the first thing they'll say. Like, oh, yeah, I threw a tube or crawfish. Some of the crawfish imitating. Chris's dad loves to throw the rebel crawl. That guy always has rebel crawl tied on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, my point is that's kind of an association. And a few years ago, I kind of had a revelation with bait fish. And I started noticing the same thing he's saying, that they were spitting up bait fish. And that's when I started fishing a fluke. And then you all guys all know where I went from there. Um, so I do identify with this kind of observation he's making. Also, my theory on that is that smallmouth do prefer crawfish when they are molting. But as soon as the crawfish harden up, I think they do prefer bait fish in certain uh, environments. And I would highly recommend going back and listen to our crawfish episode with Reed Morehouse, which you need to text him. He needs to be on very soon. Um, oh, yeah, I think that that's probably a good point. You know, when they're molting, I think that, the you know, the crawfish are really what the smallmouth, you know, really prefer. And when they're not molting, I think that uh, that would be a good time to try some 
some shad imitators. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a underrated thing for smallmouth fishing is bait fish, and a lot of it depends on the body of water you're fishing. Some body of water are just more dominated by that a specific type of forage, but ones that are really biodiverse that have a lot of crawfish and a lot of bait fish. I do think they prefer bait fish a lot of times over um, crawfish, but that's just, you know, that's just uh, one man's humble opinion. Um, IMHO. That's right, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, All right. So thank you, Jonathan Young, smallmouth bass angler. Hope that helped out uh, answer your question. All right. Next message. Gentlemen, you did a podcast from the car, so I figured I'd leave you a message from the truck. Enjoyed episode 27. Uh, Josh, congrats on the second place. Uh, not quite sure about the uh, live read. Looking for sponsors after talking about your nocturnal emissions for 15 minutes. I think you might want to appeal to uh, Pornhub or Adam and Eve might be a more likely place to find some support for listeners rather than Sage or uh, Orbis at this point. Nice. Regardless, enjoyed the podcast. Also wanted to say, randomly, I was fishing with a, a, a total rando from Instagram yesterday on the James River here in Virginia. Had an absolute blast. And uh, about halfway through the float, Pete Stern says, Oh, I heard you on Smalley Talk Podcast. And we proceeded to make jokes for the <laughs> remainder of the day about whopper ploppers as we were fly fishing our way down the James River. So, Smalley Talk Podcast, connecting fly fishermen around the world since at least 2019. <laughs> Gentlemen, thanks for uh, keeping up the good work. Hope you have a fun trip. Look forward to hearing more from you. Nice. Nice. That's like a great it. message. Thank you very much. I like it. Who was he fishing with from... I, I didn't catch the name of the person. It's because you're reading. It says a pole Randall. <laughs> yeah, that's what the transcription says. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate you listening. Obviously, and uh, yeah, man. yeah. I mean, I'll I'll say this for the James. I mean, it was a pretty awesome smallmouth fishing experience, though. Like the the scenery, the location. <laughs> Just not the smallmouth. <laughs> the fish themselves were not great, but the environment was very cool. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely Western cool. Virginia is like a very underrated area. that said, area. Chris will never go back there to fish again. <laughs> no. I will never go fish the New River. I will never go fish somewhere in the like Atlantic, uh, mid-Atlantic area. Yeah, again. I can't say that. that I'll probably go back there I'm at some point. I want to go, go, to go the, back for trout. Probably. We need to go to the Susquehanna is where we need to go. I keep... Ne- Need you to get you out there, bud. I'm in, hundred percent. Yeah, dude, that's a all right. Amazing. Fisher. Thank you very much for the message. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate. It. Um, glad to see Smalley Talks making a difference in the world. All right. Is this? Uh... Hey, what's up, guys? Man, this is Garth Axelrod, and uh, <laughs> I just want to let y'all know that I, there's this guy on YouTube that I watch. His name is uh, well. The channel name is Who Your State Fishing. This is Derek. <laughs> and uh, I was just watching the video the other day, and I saw in the comment section that somebody this is definitely Derek. got kind of upset. And, uh, well, let me just read the comment to you. I wanted to find out what your guys' opinion is on this. Uh, one of the guys said, uh, let me find it here. He said... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said Typical a responsible Derek. angler doesn't post small stream names on YouTube increased fishing pressure leads to crowded streams and no press or trespassing signs nice. and uh, I don't know how much truth there is to that especially with a smaller YouTube channel I mean the guy's only got like 280 some subscribers uh, so Looking you know, I don't know how much truth there is to that statement but I kind of just wanted to bounce that off of you guys and get your all's opinion. I don't know if I agree with it too much, but, you know, it may be partially true. Yeah, go ahead and pick up that poop, honey. <laughs> anyway, you know, this would be a good conversation starter either way, and I just wanted to get y'all's opinion. Love the podcast, and uh, I think you guys are just real great. 
keep doing what you're doing, and uh, free the fighter. Uh, oh, Derek. Um, <laughs> hey, Derek. <laughs> what's up, Let me Derek? address your question just head on right? as Derek. Derek came to my party. Came uh-huh. late. Yeah, Garth. Were you a- there when he? Are you talking about Garth Axelrod? <laughs> yeah, Garth Axelrod. <laughs> I like how he called from a different number so that we wouldn't. I think that's his number. Seven oh eight. Yeah, he has a different area code. He's I... got hoes in different area codes. <laughs> Apparently, um, yeah. So <clears throat> it's funny that you asked that question though, because we've kind of joked about that in the past. I'm not gonna name any names. There's a few guys around here in Hoosier State that think they own all the smallmouth streams. They get to tell everybody else how to conduct their business. And one of the quote-unquote rules was you were never supposed to, you know, name name stream names. And at first I kind of actually was like, yeah, that makes sense. But the more people posted about it, it got super annoying. And... It became a thing where they drove everybody away. I don't even think that organization really exists anymore. Like, nah. in, I mean, I'm okay with it, Derek. I mean, I put, I I give out stream names and well, and that's my thing. I I would rather I have a different view. We've talked about I've talked about my views on, you know, how we can best protect our waterways and you know promote the sport of and the and the culture around smallmouth bass and my opinion on it is if i can turn you know give people the keys to success early they're going to be as addicted to it as i am you know those good experiences are what keep people coming back um so give out the stream names give out the spots and you know that's just gonna in my opinion it's gonna bring uh more people to the sport it's gonna grow the culture and you know, or don't give out the spots if you don't want to do that either. I well, really... the, that's the thing, honestly, though. I I mean, he's making it in a comedic way, but I mean, he's got 280 subscribers. It's not like, you know, people are Googling Hoosier State Fishing to try to figure out where to go fishing at. I mean, it, don't downplay his celebrity. Dude. <laughs> he is a celebrity. Um, seriously, though, I mean, how even even with, you know, the people you know, we have a decent amount of people that listen to this, like out of all the people that have heard our episodes, how many people you actually take a think took advantage of a hot stretch? Probably about 800, 900. Maybe they did. They were all on the stretch of the Tippecanoe that day when we were fishing the tournament. We've got about 800 (laughs) listeners to this podcast. (laughs) And I'd say that about eight, about 799 of them probably took full advantage. Yeah, maybe. Probably the guy from the James is still trying to find a 23-incher down there. <laughs> but everybody else. Yeah, I mean, really, though, I don't know. I just, when you look at bass fishing as a whole, I grew up fishing out of a boat. I had a boat in high school. And you go to any lake around here, dude, and you're, you're competing with, you know, tons and tons and tons of fishermen. And, like, you go on a river, man, you don't really see anybody. You might see what? On a busy day, like five or six people. Five or six Burmese and one white guy also <laughs> in a kayak. Yeah, well, I'm talking about five or six people actually bass fishing. Like, oh. You just don't see – it's a very niche thing. So I just – man, my stance is like if somebody's really that interested, they're going to listen to a smallmouth podcast or watch a fishing YouTube channel in Indiana and they really want to catch fish that bad. Go like, for it, dude. Yeah, go for it, man. Like – just don't keep the fish. I mean, that's why we promote catch and release on here. You know, like we're, we're promoting, you know, being, uh, good stewards of the land and, you know, not leaving trash and stuff like global warming, pro Japanese manufacturing. Right. I mean, I mean the hot ticket stuff. Seriously though, like we're promoting doing it the right way. Like I'm, I'm okay with a couple more people going out to sugar Creek or white river or flat rock or, Wherever Chris's hot stretch on Flat Rock, <laughs> we should name now, and then that goes to my next point. The true test of Japanese loyalty would be me naming my hot stretch on Flat Rock. Yeah, I, I well, will not do it. This is this is the thing, guys. We don't give you our really good stretches. We have our really good stretches that we keep to ourselves. And you know what? Maybe we see you out there someday. Good for you if you find it. But telling somebody. The White River is a good smallmouth fishery. What does that do for you? Like it doesn't do anything for you. There's, 
you know, hundreds of miles of water to cover. Even, you know, like Derek's channel, he fishes on Big Walnut all the time. Yeah, dude. Like, there's hundreds of, I don't know how long Big Walnut is. It's probably 70 miles long. Yeah, it's pretty long. Like, okay, you have 70 miles of water to fish. Like, go out and explore or figure it out. Like, there's not, it doesn't take a genius to figure out where to fish rivers in Indiana. Like, it's just not that difficult. Yeah, Um, dude. Well, uh, thank you to all the callers. Do we have any? I'm sure we have some reviews. We got one one review. That's a disappointing. Yeah, one review. Uh, this one review? It's, it's in from a month? Jay White, 1414. Great listen. Just started fishing for smallies about a year and a half ago. Caught my first one and was hooked. Love the podcast. Thanks for giving out the knowledge, insight, and your hot stretches. Always looking forward to the next show. Keep up the great work. Yeah, there we go. Donkashin. Thought yeah, that kind of played there we into go. our little uh, yeah, discussion there. So, anyways, yeah. well, man, I mean, we need to do it. We're, you know, we're kind of back in podcast season, I think. That's what I was going to say. We're going to start pumping out episodes probably once a week. Yeah, it's just um, a lot easier when we don't have fishing to compete with as much. And Yeah, we'll do more, uh, like, topic-based episodes rather than just, like, talking about, you know, our recent fishing trip. So, we'll have some guests on. Uh, I mentioned want to have Reed Morehouse on, and there's a uh, I want to off the air here over the next week. Or I want to put together some goals to have guests on, like a list of guests we want to have on, because we have like some smallmouth guides that I've talked to over the season that want to be on here. Yeah, some uh, Bill Dance may have died on us. Bill, we weren't supposed to talk about that. <laughs> Oh, we weren't? <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know, maybe we have talked about it. Bill Dance was going to be on this podcast, and he promised <laughs> to be on it. And uh, he, he's he not promised. Res- he's not responding Bill. to my messages anymore. So, Bill, if you're listening out there, bud. Um, you're about to feel the wrath of 100. <laughs> 120 subscribers. Um the 280 no, huge state fishing subscribers are you not let us know let us know let us know on the hotline or on reviews like what you would think about bill bill dance being like, i know he's a smallmouth nut so I also would... give us some guest ideas yeah you guess have people that yeah yeah I think, guest ideas uh, maybe mike you know maybe mike schultz was mike schultz said he wanted to be on the it. discussion mike uh, schultz is going to be on here i want to have uh jeff little i want him to come on uh, Juan Veru, I want him to come on. Um, I want to get a guy from Japan that speaks no English to do <laughs> just a great. whole Japanese podcast. Uh, who are some other guy? You know, we should. Uh, I bet Blaine Chocolate would come on. You think? Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I we don't, need, I, I we don't need to wanna... get. I mean, who would you take, Mike Schultz or Blaine Chocolate? Uh, fish. Who would I take? What do you mean like, on the podcast? Just, no just like overall like who do you respect more if i had to see one shirtless <laughs> if you had to suck one of their dicks oh which one God. would it be all right well hey thanks everybody for listening appreciate you uh you know leave us a you know review on yeah, Apple get some Podcasts. reviews people hey i know we've been letting you down I promise we're going to have some good episodes coming up. We're back on soon. track, boys. Yeah, we're back on track. We have the boys no, are back in town. We have nothing to do now, so right. we can uh, crank out some episodes. Maybe we'll so. do one Sunday on OT dubs. Yeah, if we go out, let's do it. Oh, well, you're already equivocating <laughs> on the idea of going I, out. Well, I Don't a, be equivocal. I have, be committal. I, I want to go, for sure. Um, all right, well, let's... Uh, Free the fighter, baby. Oh, wait, new in your box? It's been a while. We're rusty. The boys are rusty. I forgot to even say I, I went saltwater fishing. Not that anybody cares, but oh, um, speckled trout. Got, got a little speck, a little speck, and uh, flight her up for a little sampler for lunch. It was good. Um, I'm trying to think. Doesn't oh. that make you feel good though? Like when you go to a completely new environment. Without any like guide or anything like that, you go to like salt or like a 
Like I always feel great about when I go out west and I'm able to catch trout. <laughs> well, and it's if like I, had I caught like I'm out fish, here and I don't know felt good about it, but I caught right. one. Yeah, that's true. But I didn't go over fishing very much, <clears throat> but still. Like when I go out west though, and I catch like 15, 20 trout in the morning, kind of feel like a badass. You do, yeah. It's like, dude, I can, I can survive. Yeah, I'm a freaking caveman, dude. Yeah, it, it'd be cool. For Not sure. starving today. <laughs> uh, trying to think if I have anything really spectacular. Any new? Well, you got your new rims. Well, yeah, I did order some Yakima bars for my car today. You did? So, yep, yep. And I also ordered that Malone trailer. So I'm gonna get that coming. Um. Oh yeah, I do. I I haven't ordered them yet, but I am getting um, a couple new Stratics, new reels, Ooh. replacing my spinning setups this year. I'm tired of fighting Daiwa's piece of shit reels that get like a couple things of dirt and water, and then they feel like a coffee grinder. So I'm get I'm You're going off to Daiwa. You've been a Daiwa guy since I've been fishing. With well, you. my baitcasters are all Shimano, right. Corrados, and I die has been your open real. Yeah, I know. I'm years. done with him. You're done. I'm done. He's fed up. I'm going Shimano. I'm going to Stratic, and I'm not sure if I want to. You're do that. leaving Daiwa, made in Korea. <laughs> Shimano's made in Japan. Shimano made in Japan. I'm pro Japanese. What can I say? Uh, dude, this podcast <laughs> is turning more Japanese by the minute. I really think so. Yes, I'm. <laughs> I, I really think so. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna get a couple Stratics, probably three Stratics in this off season. So if anybody wants some. Daiwa high-end Daiwa spinning <laughs> reels. you've already upsold them. What a sales! What a salesman you yeah. are. Um, all right. Well, that's I got, all. Do you have anything uh, yep, new in there your you box? Go. There you go. You were gonna forget. Hundred percent. What's new in your box, Chris? Um. So the only thing that I have new in my box is uh, the fact that I, I haven't ordered them yet, but I am ordering Sims waiters this week. So. <sighs> Yeah, well... I'm not sure which ones I'm going to get. I'm going to maybe uh, go up to the guys at Moving Wonder like, Outfitters and see what they can sell me on. I so. definitely have looked at them up there. They're so expensive. Um, I mean, you can drop, you know, seven, 800 bucks. Well, here's the thing, dude. Easily. I, I'm sick of just, like, having leaks in my waders. It's disgusting to me. <laughs> I've... I have definitely been fishing with you when... I've had leaky had waders, leaks. like, several times now. Yeah, I remember it's, there was a stretch of time where you like knew they leaked, but you still went out anyways. Right. And just every time you would have water in your waders, like I a feel whole bad my whole you. foot just it's it's happened to me over and over and over again. Yeah. And so it's I'm done with that. Well, I think waders are for what you do. That's a pretty good investment to get a nice pair of waders. And I'm pretty sure Sims has lifetime warranty as well. Yeah. So and I got a new fly rod too. I'm sure those so. guys at Moving Water Outfitters will give you a good deal on it. I doubt it. Oh yeah, they will. Mike Exel, a snotty boy. No, dude, they're thieves. Yeah. Don't don't hook, go there. Hook it up. Don't go there. They're terrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna go up there and get. I haven't been her. up to see those guys. I need to go up and just hang out someday. Yeah. I'm up there all the time. But in that area, I need to go in there and. Chit chat with uh, old Mark and Mike and yeah, they have a good good shop up there. But anyways, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening and uh, you know as always, free the fighter, free the fighter.